This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care, and we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Ping.tv. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to pain.tv slash gold. My name is Dustin Gold, and you are listening to the Dustin Gold Standard. This is episode 152, part three. Part three, ladies and gentlemen. All right, let's continue here because we packed a lot in in that last segment. I, and I hope you understand this. This is a war. All right. This is a war against humanity. It is a war on all fronts. They are coming to take the land, the natural resources. They are going to hook everything up to this technological system under the guise that they're going to be providing a more streamlined government for you to interact with. Listen, listen, you could pay your parking tickets a lot faster with this new system. Listen, listen, you can uh, get a building permit uh, faster, a building permit that they forced upon you, the government. The government forced that upon you by creating an agency that they tell you you have to buy a building permit from them and have their permission to build on your so-called land. But don't worry, we'll make that easier and more streamlined. And even that is a complete and total lie. You cannot do that. We showed you Coral Gables, Florida. I'll further investigate that this week. All right, let's, let's move on to part four here. We're back again at smartvillageevents.com. So number four, AIM, A-I-M. Achieve sustainable development in rural areas by promoting uh, informatization, informatization, ah, folks, I'm stumbling over there, informatization in different areas of villages, such as rural economy, society, culture, and ecological civilization. So it says achieve sustainable development. Sustainable comes right out of the UN goals, right? In rural areas by promoting so by promoting, they're talking about propagandizing uh, in different areas of villages such as rural economy, society, culture, and ecological civilization. The Smart Village vision aligns with regional and national e-government strategies and is the starting point for the development of the Smart Village strategy to complement the local development strategy. In general, the meaning of sustainable development is usually linked to the sustainable development of the economy, society, and the environment. Now, Marie Albanese, co-host of the Tom Spain podcast, and I were talking earlier, 
And uh, it was not specifically about this. But what she was talking about was, say, her mother or her father or wide awake Jim's father, my father. These people that aren't necessarily into using uh, tech gadgets, smartphones even. Uh, Maria's dad actually dabbles in that, folks, but her mom does not. And so this idea of providing e-government to the old folks, as they talked about earlier in this Smart Villages uh, piece, this idea that you're going to make the old person living alone in the mountains of uh, Zakopane, Poland, make their life easier by providing them with e-government services, you know, the ability to download an app, which they couldn't do up in those mountains before because there's no Wi-Fi. But, of course, you know with the smart technology, they're putting up the 5G replicators and they're going to provide Wi-Fi to everyone. So now you will be able to interact with the government, which the government before in an area like that was one guy sitting in an office picking his nose, you know, eating smoked uh, sheep cheese. (laughs) But now they're going to create a technological government for you to interact with. Well, as Maria said, her mother, I would say my father are not interested in doing that. He's not going to get a smartphone. He's not going to download an app. And so Maria was trying to explain to me that this e-government model won't work because it's not going to serve the people that they want to serve. I said, they don't want to serve those people. It's all a lie. This is to propagandize me at 42, you know, or uh, people my age who have kids that are 10, 12, 14 growing up in this system to get on board with this. Just like with COVID land, the high school theater production, they propagandize you to believe you had to protect your mother or your grandmother or whatever by getting the vax and wearing the mask and you had to protect granny. Well, this is the same thing. So they're going to turn people like me and uh, people in their 20s and their teens into saying, we have to get on board with this to make my grandma up in the mountains life easier by being able to interact with the government on her smartphone so maria said people like herself if they tried to force her to do this you know she's like i would just go homeless i would kill myself i said well then you actually accomplish their mission for them because that's what they want they want you dead and out of the way they're not setting up e-government for granny uh for some highlander in poland or some mountain man here in the united states some redneck living up in uh on 10 acres in a double wide trailer they're not setting it up for them. They're telling you they're going to go in there, build the smart village tech, the smart city tech, the technocracy technology. And then once those people are out of the way, that is ready to be de- developed as another smart city. That's the ultimate goal here. Or they're just going to hijack the rural land and package them up into the 30 by 30 type projects where they're going to trade that rural land uh, for carbon credits, because they're going to say, we're not doing any development here. Therefore, we could assign a million carbon credits to this piece of land and then sell them to uh, local businesses, mom and pop businesses inside of cities who are polluters. We're going to sell them the carbon credits based on the thousand acres we control up in the mountains of uh, Zacapata. This is how it works, folks. This is a total racket. This is thievery. They are hijackers. They are pirates. They are thieves. I've told you this before. It goes on to say, by increasing the quality and the number of electronic public services in rural localities, do you hear that? By increasing the quality and the number of electronic public services in rural localities, whoever said they wanted electronic public services? This is what I said. If you listen to this show, 
you've got to start talking to the highlanders you've got to start talking to the mountain men you've got to explain to these folks what is coming and we can fend them off you've got to keep the developers out you've got to stop letting new businesses move in if you live in an area in west virginia where the majority of homes are built on 10 acres you have to stop letting people break up that land you got to say hey sorry in my town you buy 10 acres you build one house i mean you got to use the government the laws the regulations in your favor if you want to preserve a piece of land and again if somebody says well i want to break it up and build 300 condos you just don't let them do it if you're going to make your stand that you are going to preserve a piece of land then you need to do it folks you're going to need to do it because they will come in they'll build 300 condos and before you know it smart poles are going up everywhere you got to watch in these areas just like me wanting to go to West Virginia, I would be considered to be a transplant who moved in from the outside. The majority of folks that come in as transplants, they train them up and they and they come out of these uh, liberal cities, if you want to call them that, San Francisco, Portland, etc. They move them into cities like Tampa, Florida, or they move them into places like Nashville, Tennessee. And then they come in and they start transforming the city and they try to develop it into New York City. Before you know it, it's over. the population has tripled in five years. They want to start putting in electric trolleys so people like me if i went through the uh, world economic forum the rockefeller school of scumbags they would take me move me out to a place like west virginia next thing i would come in and i'd be turning it into a smart village well we need to have people like us that come in that maybe lived out here in the real world in the technological world i mean the world of today and we come in because we're savvy we would be the sheepdogs instead of the wolves and start saying listen redneck dudes i love you i want to live in this town i'm pretty savvy i know how this works i want to help you protect this land and keep the industrialists out of here this is how it's got to work folks this is a war it is a war they are going to destroy everything goes on to say we want to improve the efficiency of the administration improve the quality of life and create economic opportunities for citizens it is a vision adapted to local needs now listen create economic opportunities for citizens if you live in a county right if you have a county that's got four or five hundred people or a village in poland and let's say all the land there the majority the vast majority is all generations old so the people living in the homes uh they own the land they own the home therefore their expenses are very low other than the government trying to jack up your energy needs whether it's in poland currently coal moving to natural gas moving to oil uh or in their case if you can use wood great because a lot of them have endless wood on their land if that piece of property is already owned it's in the family the house is owned you don't need to make a lot of money anymore what are you just trying to build a pot of gold if you're happy with that lifestyle and you could sustain that lifestyle what what do you need all this economic opportunity in that county you know what that is folks that's them bringing amazon into your town that is them bringing technological garbage into your town that is exactly what it is. That's what the opportunity zones are about. Bringing the technocracy into your town, using their cash that they don't have to pay taxes on to build up your town, harness it, hijack it, steal it from you. No different than what we've been doing in these primitive societies for the last hundred years. 
It goes on to say, by harnessing the great potential of information and communication technology, we can achieve modernization of administration, revitalization of rural areas, and the general well-being of residents. You know what, kids? If you're out there, kids and grandkids, whatever you're doing, you think you're cool because you have a $900,000 Lego home sitting on a traffic circle in Frederick, Maryland, dump the home, move back to your village, move back to where your family is in some small county. Go preserve actual culture. Because this garbage here in Frederick County and what's being built all across the country and Europe, there's no culture. It's plastic Lego houses for almost a million dollars. Are you kidding me? What a garbage, soulless way to live. Ladies and gentlemen, I'll be right back. This is Dust to Gold with the Dust to Gold Standard right here on pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dust and Gold Standard on pain.tv. Join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Dustin Gold Standard. My name is Dustin Gold, and you are listening to pain.tv slash gold. And if you are listening there in Europe, I would stay home, folks. Protect your family's land. Protect your family business. Be happy where you are, folks. You don't want to pick up and come over here. Don't worry, because we're bringing the technocracy to you. You're not going to have to leave home. Everyone is going to look the same. You don't have to come to America, because we're packaging it up, and we're bringing it to you. We started doing that with the uh, Marshall Plan uh, before World War II even ended. Exporting American mass production, mass consumption soulless materialistic consumeristic garbage uh we brought to europe and this is why you'll see now in poland people with the nike t-shirts and their little kids running around with the disney channel backpacks i'm telling you folks i'm telling you this is what they're trying to do they're just trying to package it and the technocracy is just one level higher and then they come in with the smart city tech. They shrink that down to a 15-minute city footprint. And then they don't want you to leave the area, but you're trapped in their prison planet. When what I'm saying is you could have a rural county with actual farm and real food and graze your own animals, barter with your neighbors, and you could be very happy out in nature and you don't have an Amazon ring camera breathing down your neck 24-7. And people deciding what ads they're going to pop up in front of you when you're walking down the street looking at a smart pole uh, ad billboard. Now, they want to package you up and confine you to a 15-minute city, which is a prison yard, when you could sit there and protect, actually protect, real environmentalism, the county, the village that you live in, where you can have everything you need within 15 minutes but you're allowed to come and go freely and you actually have real food and you actually have great neighbors see that's the difference they are selling you the fake version 
of the 15-minute city. There's no difference between this and what we've done over the years. What do we do? We go in, we kill all the Native Americans, and then you set up a casino owned by a bunch of white guys, and they have now either the last of the living Native Americans or actors in makeup or animatronics, and you bring your kid and you go, look at the primitive Native American people dancing around at the powwow because we killed and destroyed the real thing. What is Epcot Center at Disney World all about, folks? Showing all these ancient cities that no longer exist that we destroyed and we packaged up. You can go off to all these little amusement parks, mini amusement park type things where you bring your kids to look at the pilgrims. Or we'll go up into Poland, into the Tatra Mountains and Zakopane. Kill all the old school Highlanders, basically the old mountain men. But then you'll have actors dressed up as them. The old horse and buggies are gone, but we have fake ones we just built at the factory down the street. I mean, we kill and destroy the real culture, and then we replace them with actors. We blow up and destroy the real buildings, and then we build a replica of it and call it an amusement park. There's nothing amusing about this, folks. Preserve what you have left. Trust me, you head out into the real world, travel all over the place to go witness all of this, uh, these technocratic wonders. It's ridiculous. You want to see the wonder? Go up into the mountains, take a hike, look at what God created. And just imagine those people would love to level those mountains and replace them with a CGI projection that you can see from the comfort of your smart room at your house in your smart prison cell through AR or VR goggles. That's what they want to give you. They openly admit this. They openly admit this. Let's look at number five, the vision, smart village. Digital community transformation and the transformation from traditional rural management to a smart village concept. In socioeconomic terms, it means changing from dependency and isolation to connectivity and partnership. Dependency and isolation. Dependency on what? On my own independence? I'm dependent on my independence. Yes, and isolation. Isolation from others. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm looking for. They want to move you into a world of connectivity and partnership. Connectivity is what I just explained to you. That's connecting everyone together through mass transit and mass communication. The mass transit's going to end once they lock you down. But you're going to be connected up to the system. And your friends are going to be living all over the world. You can talk to them through FaceTime and Skype and Zoom because you don't have friends next door anymore because you forgot to build an actual local community. And then partnership is you and the government are going to be partnered because the government breathes down your neck constantly, tells you what to do and how to be a good little citizen. What do you think the whole social score system is all about? Central bank digital currency. That's what this is. It says the future of digital transformation is no longer a point on the horizon. It is already happening. Digital transformation. Remember, folks, if the people ever decide they want to revolt... The digital stuff can be destroyed. The smart poles can be cut down. The cameras everywhere can be spray painted. The satellites, the communication systems can all be destroyed, folks. It, it is a fake digital world. 
that they are building all around us. It is, it is nothing other than a bunch of cameras everywhere and sensors all over the place. That, that again, as I've said on the show many times, is the silver lining in all of this. It can be destroyed. When humanity decides it wants to be free, humanity can free itself. Uh, if we let it keep going, eventually I think it's going to be a lot more difficult to put an end to this. But we know they're after the rural areas. So I'd say pick up, move to a rural area, and let's start to defend it. There's some of you who have asked me about where we're going to go in West Virginia. And once we decide, I'd be more than happy to share this. Maybe we can start to build our own community and defend it. It goes on to say general objective. To build a local digital ecosystem conducive to innovation, digital development and collaboration between Romanians inside and outside the localities using smart technologies. Achieving this objective will lead to the diversification and increase of the quality of public services by using data. All right. And we're going to get into more and more data uh, either later in this show or tomorrow on episode 153, because I'm going to talk about data. I need to show you how big this system is they're building. By increasing the quality and number of electronic public services in rural localities, we achieve an improvement in efficiency at the level of administration, an improvement in the quality of life and economic opportunities for citizens. It is a vision adapted to local needs. They do not care about your local needs. In fact, they're going into areas where people already have what they need. Their culture and their lifestyle has existed for hundreds of years. They have what they need. They are trying to sell you on consumerism and materialistic garbage, nonsense. And that's what they need people to get addicted to. So all of a sudden, you have a smartphone. You say to yourself, how could I live without the smartphone? Now, imagine growing up as a three, four, five, six-month-old baby with a smartphone in your hand. I see them in the grocery store. People push them around in the shopping carts. They shove a pacifier in their kid's mouth. I mean, who even knows? Maybe it's a smart pacifier at this point. And they put the iPhone or the iPad in their hand so they don't even have to talk to their kid or communicate with their kid. All right. And for everyone else who didn't grow up with an iPhone like me, they sit there and go, what would we have done without it? What you can't even remember back to your childhood, what you did without a phone. You were free. That's what you did. But they try to make it where it's impossible to live without it. So you need it for work. Then all of a sudden you need it in your regular life. You need it to take photos because they just engineer cameras out of existence they get rid of film so now all of a sudden this is how the technocrats socially engineer you into the system by giving you no other option like i was telling maria albanese today i said listen if the ev car situation was not a giant grift and they actually wanted everyone to have electric vehicles then what they would do and th this comes out of the old technocracy verbiage from howard scott the founder of technocracy incorporated talking about engineering people into the system by giving them no other option what they would do is they would just only produce electric vehicles and then they'd use the governments to make gas vehicles illegal and if people were still driving them on the black market uh you know risking getting arrested 
they would just stop producing gasoline. So you wouldn't be able to power the car. That's how they can engineer you into the system. So they try to make it impossible to survive without the smartphone. Like I said to Maria, if they make central bank digital currency the norm, and that's how you get your social security, et cetera, et cetera, eventually my father, who's this old cop, private investigator, Fox News conservative, he says he will not cave. In the end, he's going to cave because my father isn't going to end up being homeless, living in a tent in the woods somewhere. And even if you said, well, I'm going to move my father in and take care of him, if we're on a central bank digital currency system where the money is expirable and it's programmable and you can't build wealth, then you wouldn't be able to afford to have somebody else move in with you because they're giving you an exact allotment to be able to survive within this pre-programmed, pre-planned system. So they will engineer you into it. This is why it's important, I think, to escape it and then protect uh, the community that you're trying to build. It goes on to say, building a digital ecosystem and developing data-driven services means more interaction with citizens with the private sector, and more interaction between different administrations. Let me repeat that. It says, building a digital ecosystem and developing data-driven services means more interaction with citizens, with the private sector, and more interaction between different administrations. No, it doesn't. This is digitally interacting, folks, through social media, through Facebook, through Zoom, your FaceTime, but you're not actually interacting with more people face-to-face. You live in a little county, you know your neighbor. You're bartering, you're trading. Your neighbor knows how to build a uh, stone wall. He comes and does that. You know how to, I don't know, dig a leaching field for him and put in a septic tank, so you do that. That's where people are actually meeting face-to-face. That's where the community actually knows each other. This is just connecting you up digitally to your friends that live all over the world, that aren't actually making a difference in your life. And then you're going to be able to digitally connect up to the government who are just the people that are extorting you for money for everything you do. Yeah, and they will come in, they'll make new zoning. You can't have a well. You you can't have a well, you can't have a septic tank. You have to hook up to the city system. Don't worry, these are digital public utilities. Very easy, just go online and open your account. It's 2 million uh, central bank digital currency coins, and then we're going to collect 500 CBDC from you every month for the public utilities we're providing to you. This happens right here, folks. I talked to natives that have lived here for 30, 40, 50 years, their whole life. And this was mainly off Frederick County. And then over the years, Frederick City has annexed land. So as soon as your county land that you own, where you paid very little property tax, um, and you had septic, and you had wells, so you were free from public utilities, as soon as the city annexes it, you got to pay them $10,000 to get hooked up to the city sewer, get hooked up to city water. All of a sudden, your property taxes go up 500%. That's what happens when the technocracy rolls into town. goes on to say this ecosystem covers specific areas of public administration and private sector and responds to basic needs in relation to the community. Yeah, the basic needs are that they come in and hijack everything that you have, and then they're going to tell you we're going to provide you with all these great services. Don't worry, there's 500 new licenses that you need to be able to do anything inside of the technocracy. But, folks, 
It's really easy to use. I mean, these are basic needs to be able to pay these. We're going to do it through an app. You're going to be able to connect up to us. And we'll make this nice and easy for you. But at least we connected you to the outside world so you could spend your days watching videos on TikTok. Uh, Each video you watch counts as one transaction with another human being outside of your boring little village life. Ladies and gentlemen, when I get back, let's finish dissecting the smart villages here. My name is Dust the Gold with the Dust the Gold Standard right here on pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Payne.tv. Join the discussion at Payne.tv slash gold. 